Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of The Rundown with Jazz. I'm Jazz and today I'm giving you the rundown on how to stop people pleasing and start setting boundaries. This is something that I've had to educate myself on massively over the past couple of years. I don't think I even realised what a boundary was for most of my life. I feel like it's something you never learn about in school. Obviously I feel like you get taught consent and no but you never get taught how to actually set boundaries to create healthy relationships and I wish it's something as a teenager or a younger child that I had actually been educated on and taught about and this is why I'm so passionate about it and wanted to talk about it today because had I been a 13, 14, 15 like teenager in high school I feel like listening to something like this would have been so helpful and taught me a lot of things such as my authentic self is enough and if someone doesn't respect that I don't have to change who I am to try and fit in or to try and be liked and I wish that is something I'd known as a teenager because I completely got caught up in the trap of people pleasing constantly trying to make everyone like me which I know now is impossible not everyone is going to like you and that was something that I just could not accept I would constantly try and do everything to make people like me and I feel like it almost had the opposite effect and it also meant that I had no idea who I truly was or what I truly enjoyed because I constantly just wanted to have friends or wanted everyone to like me so my personality would completely change between different groups of friends or different people or different family members or in relationships my personality would mold to the person I was with because I thought that was the only way I could be liked and I feel like I always say this but I just want to hug little Jazz and say that her authentic self was enough and every day now I am being my authentic self to prove to her and to prove to anyone listening to this that Your authentic self is your best self and your authentic self is enough. You don't have to change for other people. And if that means that you end up losing some friendships, then that's completely okay. So that was just a little bit of a background on this topic. We're now going to get into the proper rundown and I'll bring you on the journey of someone who didn't know what a boundary was to someone who now will set boundaries, be my authentic self and won't change myself for the people that I'm around. So let's get into the rundown this week. When I had the inspiration for this episode last week, I was journaling in the garden and I just started rereading The Joy of Being Selfish by Michelle Ellman. It is an amazing book and most of the advice I've learned about setting boundaries is from her so if you want to read that book it's this isn't an ad but I would completely recommend it when I've been rereading it this time I've actually realized that wait I'm actually setting boundaries I'm doing that and as nice as it is to remind myself of how to be firm and how to set boundaries and how to make sure that I don't engage in people pleasing behaviours and that I'm putting myself first and that I'm being quote unquote selfish because the last time I read this book I didn't I knew what boundaries were but I wasn't setting them and I was in complete people pleasing mode 
and I remember there's a questionnaire at the beginning of the book and it's like if you answer yes to most of the questions then it's most likely that you are a people pleaser and I remember reading all of them and being like yes 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 and I think there's about 20 different statements and I was like every single one of these statements describes me I don't want to be that anymore because I can still be a kind empathetic compassionate person but I don't have to constantly put the needs of others before myself because I'll talk about this later on in the episode but I find that you're grounded and stable within yourself instead of constantly doing everything for external validation and seeking to be liked but I digress so the background and I was thinking about when did I start being a people pleaser and I sat down and I thought when did I start being a people pleaser when did I become a people pleaser and I sat there and I was thinking I realized that it was actually childhood I feel like every issue at its core is probably something to do with your childhood and I'm an eldest child eldest daughters put your hands up and I feel like this almost with two younger brothers as well I felt like I was very much responsible for them and this wasn't something that was really it wasn't put onto me by my parents but I feel like I've always took an extra sense of responsibility I'd always be the peacemaker when my brothers were fighting I'd be the one to try and step in and be like guys it needs to stop this because I'd hate any form of confrontation it made me anxious I didn't like I just wanted everyone to be happy and everyone to get along all the time which if you have younger brothers is a very unrealistic expectation to have but little me would constantly try and sort out their arguments I remember once that someone had drawn on the fireplace and I can't remember how old I was I must have been quite young maybe like seven and I hadn't done it but it was causing like a massive thing. Obviously, my parents were annoyed. They were like, who's drawn on the fireplace? Like, you just you just need to own up and say who it is. And I, even though I didn't do it, I was like, if I just say I've done it, then the whole issue is resolved. And then there's none of this confrontation anymore. So I said it was me. And then obviously the issue went away. And then even from that moment, it was me trying to people please, trying to keep the peace, trying to make sure that everything was fine and taking responsibility for things that weren't my problem. And that was from such a young age. And I feel like I was also a very hypersensitive child. I could pick up on other people's moods really, really well if one of my parents was upset or annoyed even if it wasn't at me I could feel that energy and I'd be like why are you annoyed why why you're feeling like this and I just pick up on everything every little change in emotion and I would always fear that there would be some form of confrontation so I try and fix that again going back to trying to sort every argument with my younger brothers which just wasn't going to happen and then I feel like it's a natural thing when you're at school primary secondary you just want to fit in all I wanted to do is fit in and have loads of friends and I feel like I did do that but my need to be liked by everyone was a lot more present it wasn't just a 
oh, I really hope this person likes me. It was, I'm feeling anxious if I feel like someone doesn't like me, which was obviously unrealistic. And you can't make, like I said before, you cannot make everyone like you. And I wish that's something I could have told my younger self. And because I was constantly seeking this external validation, I don't think through primary school as much, but definitely end of primary school, secondary school, because I was constantly seeking external validation, wanting people to like me, wanting the quote unquote popular people to like me. I never knew what I actually wanted to do myself because like I said before, I was constantly molding myself to the people I was with. So if I was with people, for example, I'm making this up off the top of my head, but I was with people that liked swimming. I'd be like, yeah, let's go swimming. I wanna go swimming. If I was with people that wanted to maybe stay out and I didn't want to stay out that late and maybe I wanted to go home, I'd still stay out because I was like, yeah, I want these people to like me. I want these people to think I'm cool. I want to have as many friends as possible. And this constant seeking of external validation translated into kind of being that pushover friend and the friend that is described as too nice. The amount of times I've been described as, oh, you're too kind, you're too nice and after reading some chapters in the joy of being selfish it was like have you been described as too nice and I was like oh I feel seen in not the best way basically I could be persuaded to do anything with enough persuasion if people picked at me for long enough I would end up folding and being like fine yeah I'll do that even if I didn't want to do it I just couldn't say no I'd just say yes to everything. Even if I was anxious about doing it, I'd just be like, yes. I was just unable to set boundaries because I might say, "Mm, I don't really fancy doing that. But then if the person was like, tried to persuade me enough, I'd just get scared that they wouldn't like me anymore. And then I'd just go along with it. So this then translated into my teens and young adulthood. I was anxious doing things that I didn't want to do because I had an inability to say no and if I didn't do them I then feared rejection so I was just stuck in this constant anxiety loop no matter what I said I would have felt extremely anxious it's almost like being bullied in high school people pleasing definitely got worse during that time because all I wanted to do is fit in all I wanted to do is for people to stop being nasty to me stop saying these horrible things So I thought by making sure that everyone likes me, then if everyone likes me, they're not gonna say horrible things. And that's not how it works. And I just wish I could give, again, little me a hug. We're always hugging our, the little versions of ourselves on this podcast. When I went to college and people would potentially start drinking and doing things that I wouldn't necessarily want to do, I would do them anyway just because all I wanted to do was fit in. But then sometimes, for example, say a group of people from college wanted to go out and do something after college in Manchester. At that time, my anxiety due to the arena was really, really high. So I'd say, yeah, I'll come along. And then I'd end up getting so anxious about going into town at the last minute, I would have to cancel but the thing is when you cancel on someone or a group of people you then have to kind of explain why you're cancelling obviously you can't just say 
I'm not coming anymore or I can't come anymore because people are going to expect a reason, especially if you're cancelling last minute, which is what I always used to do because I used to work myself up and instead of cancelling like the week before or more in advance, I would just be so stuck between, oh, I'll just go and, oh, I don't want to go, that I'd then cancel right before and obviously people would kind of want an explanation and instead of being authentic and being like, I didn't want to come in the first place because of this and just essentially setting a boundary in the first place saying I'm not comfortable going here if we want to do something we can go here offering alternative things like when you set a boundary it doesn't have to be I'm not doing this and these are my boundaries and eh, eh, eh. it can just be I don't feel comfortable going there and if you still want to do something with the person I would like to do something here. Would you want to come with me? When can we do this? It doesn't have to. I feel like when people say boundary setting, it's often thought of as in like, this is my boundaries and very aggressive and standoffish. But setting boundaries is just something that allows you to be the most authentic version of yourself and also protect and look after yourself and making sure that people aren't walking all over you. But I was so scared and I'd just try and make these really elaborate excuses instead of just saying that I didn't want to go or I was anxious. Because again, I think because I've been called attention seeking for struggling with PTSD in high school, it was really hard to then just be honest and upfront about my mental health, which I think didn't help either. I was just scared of being honest and I should have just said no in the first place, but I didn't and this pattern continued until I was about 20 and I'm turning 22 in a month so it is very recently that I've started to try and learn and educate myself on setting boundaries. It also translates into my relationships throughout my late teens slash adulthood. I would always want to do what they were doing if they were doing something and say I wanted to do something else. I would like put everything down and just want to do what they were doing, focus on what they were doing because I was scared if I wanted to do something else then they wouldn't like me, they'd break up with me. I did have a fear of being rejected probably due to like again friendships throughout high school. It just meant that I didn't actually know who my authentic self was and especially in relationships I feel like you obviously want to spend a lot of time with that person but it got to the point where I just wanted to do everything that they were doing and I was so scared if I wanted to do something else or I wanted to hang out with a different group of people like it just became toxic and I would just mold myself to that person in fear of being left which is not how I know now being in a really healthy relationship that's not how it should be for example if say I want to go on my run but my boyfriend doesn't then that's absolutely fine he'll do something at home I'll go on my run then we'll do something together afterwards and that's something that has been really difficult to come to terms with because I was so scared if I was like well I don't want to do that and I want to go on a run then suddenly they'd be like well I don't love you anymore and that is the most extreme thing and saying that out loud now kind of makes me laugh because I'm just like how could you think like that but that's all I'd ever known and that's all I'd ever done 
people pleasing was the younger version of myself's way to stay safe and to feel love and to protect themselves and I've been doing that for so long that obviously when I first started challenging that and breaking out of that it was going to be difficult and it was going to be more it was going to be harder to overcome but now I can say that I'm in a really happy place and I feel like I found a lot of independence within my relationship which is such a great position to be in because it means that I'll go off and do this like say Saturdays Saturday mornings are dedicated to my run club TGR these girls run and every Saturday I'll go off to run club my boyfriend will do something else then we'll both get back and then we'll do something together and I'm not worried that oh well if I spend this time at run club then um but I can stay at home and do something with you if you would want me to do that I don't do that anymore and it's such a better position to be in and it actually means that not to go off on a tangent about relationships that the time you spend together is actually more meaningful and it means that it allows them to do things that they want to do as well on their own and it just creates a much healthier relationship but I'd say that's even took me until like when I was reading my journal extracts last year to get to a point where I'm happy to say no I don't want to do that because there was also a massive period when it was kind of when everyone I feel like as soon as you turn 18 everyone wants to go out everyone wants to drink every weekend especially when there's such a big drinking culture in specifically the UK and at first I went along with it I was like yeah yeah this is me but then I realized that it wasn't really me and that I didn't like the feeling of a hangover. I didn't like every weekend or at least once a week waking up just feeling groggy, feeling anxious about what I did the night before. And I just got to a point where I was like, I don't want to go out anymore. I don't want to drink. I'll go out, but I don't want to drink. And I felt like I couldn't say I didn't want to drink because I'd just be faced with this thing of, why do you want to drink? Oh, just have a drink. Or, well, I don't well we're here and so it'll be fine and I just didn't want to drink and it got to the point where I was trying to set a boundary but because I was setting the boundaries so loosely and I wasn't really sticking to them I'd say I'm not drinking and in my head I would say this is what I'm doing and if they try and come back at me and persuade me then I'm just not going to listen to it but every time I'd fall into the people pleasing trap and I don't blame myself because I've been doing it for so long so it takes time to like transition into not over explaining yourself but I would over explain so much that the boundary would kind of just become pointless and I'd be like I'd make up again excuses saying I'm not drinking because of this when in reality I just didn't want to drink because I didn't want to drink and I feel like if your friends can't respect the fact that you don't want to do something you shouldn't have to over explain if they are truly your friend they will make plans that don't revolve around the thing that you don't want to do and even when I was setting those boundaries I was trying to say well we can do something else and it would just still be like oh well and I feel like that was really really hard in my late teens slash early adulthood when I felt like I couldn't, it was impossible to set that boundary. But then if it feels impossible to set a boundary, you should then start to question the people that you're surrounding yourselves with. Because if someone isn't respecting your boundary, then do you want them in your life? Or if someone doesn't respect your boundary and then you politely explain to them, 
I'm not doing this and I don't appreciate you trying to constantly persuade me to do this thing because I just don't want to do it. I would much prefer if we went and did this and then they apologise, they're really apologetic about it and they plan something else and then that's fine and that's great. But I feel like if they respond negatively to you asserting your boundary, that's when it starts to become an issue and you need to reevaluate that friendship. I went off on a little bit of a tangent then but I feel like everything I said just came off the top of my head and I was really in a flow and it completely made sense for the next section which is how I found my voice and how I started to set boundaries in my life and as I mentioned before I read the joy of being selfish and then I realised that selfish is actually a great thing to be Selfish has such negative connotations and if I read the definition of selfish, the Oxford English Dictionary definition of selfish is lacking consideration for other people, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure and then under similar it says egocentric, egotistic and egotistical, which I find completely wrong. To be selfish, to put yourself first is not egotistical obviously you can be selfish and if it's selfish in a way that harms other people then that isn't great but if you're being selfish putting yourself first turning up for yourself then I believe that's a great thing it's not egotistical at all and like I said before you've got to fill up your own cup and turn up for yourself because when I realized that doing that allowed me to be more present in the moment allowed me to support others in a much more effective way because I was supporting myself obviously you can reach out for support from other people but by supporting myself and looking after myself it meant that I was actually able to give better advice give better support to friends and family and relationships that I actually really cared about and it made them stronger because I feel like when you're constantly a people pleaser it can almost cause friction within relationships people are like why can't you just do something why can't you just pick what you want to do why can't you just pick and it can cause other frictions as well because people can start to get annoyed that you are constantly want to do what they're doing people like you to have your own personality bring your own thoughts to the table because that's what make relationships and friendships really interesting and much stronger because you can talk to each other ask for each other advice and you might have different slightly different mindsets but that different perspective is so important so now I used to have such negative connotations from the word selfish but now I'm like, if someone asked me whether I was being selfish, I'd be like, yeah, and it's a great thing to be selfish. It means looking after yourself and putting yourself first. It's not great to put others' needs before your own. Obviously, in certain situations, that is going to happen, but you shouldn't constantly be doing that. You need to show up for yourself so you can show up for others. You can't fill people's cup up if your cup is literally empty. So after educating myself and reading the joy of being selfish, I started to say no, like I said, to certain drinking situations. But as I said, I would over explain 
wouldn't make the boundary strong and it just wasn't working so now I knew what boundaries were but I wasn't enforcing them it got to a point where I was like I need to just stop over explaining I need to just say no and I remember my boyfriend was like just say no and I was like how can you think like that because <laughs> he is very logical and straightforward thinking and I feel like he would never even think to have to learn how to set a boundary because he's really great in that way and um, so he was like why don't you just say no and I was like I can't do that I can't do that who do you think I am I remember I just started to say I'd say no and then if someone asked me why I'd say because I'd explain it's because I don't want to and that's all I'd say and if people started to then continually question me I'd then start to question the relationship I had with them and whether it was serving me because as I discovered true friends literally don't care and will respect your boundaries or if you tell them that you feel like they've breach one of your boundaries they will be understanding and apologetic because all humans make mistakes like it's going to be times when a friend might cross one of your boundaries but if they're a true friend their response to that will be apologetic and caring for example I recently went out with some of my friends for a 21st birthday we were getting some drinks but that day I didn't really feel like drinking I'd been really anxious that whole week and drinking just really plays havoc with making me feel even more anxious than I already am and I said to my friend I messaged her being like I'm really excited tonight but I'm not gonna drink and she was like yeah that's fine and that was crazy to me I was just like that's fine like you don't hate me and this was literally like a month ago so it must have been subconsciously still somewhere in my head that I felt judged for not drinking I think that's also definitely to do with situations that have happened at uni I feel like UK drinking culture is just such a massive thing for her to say that's fine and then I messaged one of my other friends that was going and I was like really excited for tonight just sit, like letting her know that I was like I'm not gonna drink and she was like yeah that's cool and it suddenly clicked in my head I was like I can truly say now that the friends that I'm making and my closest friends are the most wonderful people in the world they love me for authentic me and that is just the best thing they know who they are but shout out to them because by them just saying yeah that's fine and then when I got there there was a couple of other people that I wasn't as I didn't hadn't met them before and I was thinking oh god they're gonna ask me questions like going round and round in my head and then I'd got a mocktail to the table no one even double took we were all just, when they said the mocktail, I put my hand up, accepted the drink, and then we just carried on with our conversation. And in that moment, something in me felt so healed because I was like, I can be my authentic self and people will still love me. And that then reaffirmed to me now that if people start to cross my boundaries and don't respect me, like my truest friends at the moment respect me, then I simply don't need them in my life and it is really hard cutting off friendships or drifting from people that you were once really close to I just think friendships can serve you for a certain amount of time it might be a few months it might be a year it might be a lifetime 
but not every friendship has to be a lifetime friendship and I've come to accept that that's fine and I don't need to constantly try and keep connections with people who I don't actually align with anymore they were great during that time or they were, we were on the same wavelength at that time and they were really great for me and I can respect that it was an amazing friendship but that doesn't mean that I need to carry on now if they're not serving me because you have to follow through on your boundaries otherwise they are not boundaries if you're not enforcing your boundaries and saying look this like the example Michelle used in her book was that say a boyfriend saying they're going to be home at 10 p.m and then they don't turn up but they don't tell you and then you bring it up to them saying well next time if you don't tell me you're going to be home later then the door's just going to be locked that's you setting your boundary but then you have to follow through with it on the next time and then depending on what happens in that situation then it becomes more of an issue but you have to do what you say you are going to do otherwise that boundary isn't set and people learn that they can walk all over you and that you're a pushover and that your boundaries aren't really boundaries because like I said if boundaries are broken by a friend or a significant other it's how they respond to you enforcing the boundary is for me what makes or breaks that friendship or relationship do they respect that boundary apologize for breaking it and then it doesn't get broken again or do they not really apologize they don't try to understand you emotionally and they just break it and break it and break it you need to distance yourself or cut people off who don't serve you and who will walk all over your boundaries because despite how much you might see them as a friend and how they might have been an amazing friend if they're now walking all over your boundaries it's not serving you it's not a healthy relationship friendship for you to be involved in and you deserve better than that because setting boundaries and breaking from that almost lifetime hold of being a people pleaser and constantly wanting peace and how I couldn't deal with confrontation that allowed me to be my most authentic self setting boundaries allowed me to find out what I enjoy what I want to do and has allowed me to respect myself enough that I have then ended up surrounded by people who love and respect the authentic version of me and that that's the type of meaningful connections that I want in my life and I'm sure you want in your life too and again it is a lot easier said than done I'm in no way shape or form saying that it's not I am nearly 22 and it's literally took me I'd say over definitely over the past year but I'd say a major change over the past two years so it's taken me 20 years to get here so please don't feel like if you're starting to say no and you do the thing where you start to over explain don't beat yourself up about it because you've taken that step to start to say no and then the next time you might not feel the need to over explain so if you are new to setting boundaries don't beat yourself up if it doesn't go really well the first time or say you set a boundary the first time but because you're unsure of how to do it it comes across really harsh and it's like I want you to do this like 
it might come across that way because you don't you've never set one you don't know how to do it. so obviously it's going to take a few tries to learn how to do it in the best way so before i get on to the questions that you guys sent in i just want to reaffirm that setting boundaries allows you to grow into your true authentic self and make meaningful connections with people who will really love and respect you so now i'm going to answer some questions from you guys i love doing this part of the pod last week it means that i can connect with you guys and the podcast can be authentically me but also means that it's authentically us it's like we're having a conversation so I think this is the perfect question to start off with. It is how do I actually set boundaries and what sort of things do I set them for? And this is completely personal to you, what you feel like is a boundary crossed for you. And after this podcast, you don't need to like go up to every like close friend or family member and be like, this is my boundary for this, this is my boundary for this. You just need to set them as and when they come up. So for example, I've talked about this a lot throughout this episode. If I want to go out with my friends there or drinking, I might say, hey, I'm coming out, but I'm not drinking. And my boundary is that I don't want you to make me feel guilty or shame me for not drinking. You should just appreciate my presence. And that is my boundary. So say, for example, I went on the night out or the went to the bar or whatever, and then they were buying shot trays, trying to make me do shots that then crosses my boundary. So I will say, next time I won't come if you cross that boundary because I don't want to be put in a position that makes me feel uncomfortable. And then say, they did pressure me. The next time comes around, oh, are you coming out? No, because, and by journaling it out, you realize that they've actually crossed one of your boundaries. So then you can bring it up to them and set that boundary. Because again, if someone's, crossed a boundary but they don't actually know it's a boundary then that's not their fault you have to inform people of your boundaries for them to understand and for them to know not to do that so if you've not set a boundary with someone it's not really their fault if they've crossed it obviously if they've been really really horrible then that's not right but if you then set the boundary and then it is not respected then again like I said it's about only you'll know this as well because all relationships are completely personal but is this friendship worth it and that's something that only you can answer but that is the type of thing that I would set them for and in how to set boundaries it's just about having an open and honest conversation with people like I said before I don't want to repeat myself too much but you don't need to be like this is what my boundary is and eh, 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 and get really angry and defensive which is what can happen when you first start to set boundaries it can just be like hey like i said before i'm not drinking or hey i don't want to come but if you want to do something else like this then i'd be really happy to and what dates are you free it can just be an open conversation so that's the advice i would give i hope that was really helpful And then moving on, how to find a balance between being sympathetic but not letting people walk all over you. And I can understand why you've sent this question and worded it in this way. But for me, being sympathetic and not letting people walk all over you are two completely different situations. Being sympathetic is offering someone care, offering 
someone that shoulder to cry on offering you their support and you know that true friends will really appreciate that support reciprocate that support if you were feeling down only you know for your relationships whether that would be reciprocated or not so that's being sympathetic but just because you're sympathetic doesn't mean that people will then walk all over you and I'm really sorry because I have as well been in situations where because you are sympathetic you are kind you are understanding people will try to walk all over you and use that to their advantage use your kindness as a weakness but your kindness is not a weakness and if someone is walking all over you because of your kindness then they don't deserve to be in your life obviously that's like friendship relationship wise it does become more difficult if it's a family member and you are living in the same house that's when it becomes really difficult but you can put things in place to minimize contact or ways that you don't talk about certain things because you know it'll bring up certain upsets but I would say be sympathetic to the people you love and care about and who will respect you and respect your friendship all you want because they're going to reciprocate that back they're going to understand they're not going to walk all over you because you're too kind but if you've been in the position where people are walking all over trying to walk all over you because you are kind then those people don't deserve your empathy and don't deserve that shoulder to cry on so I would say just if people are walking all over you because you're being kind and sympathetic then they don't need to be in your life and you need to think about distancing yourself from those people obviously I can only speak from the question you've sent but that would be my advice because if they were a true friend, they wouldn't walk all over you because you are being a kind person and being compassionate. So I kind of touched on this before, but how did you enforce your boundaries with people you love who don't respect them? And this is really difficult because obviously I don't know the full context. Like I said before, I think you get the idea. If it's friends, I said this, you can love someone, but then realize that they're not serving you a purpose in your life anymore. And if they're constantly not respecting your boundaries, you can't force people to follow your boundaries. So I would say that's a question of distancing yourself, cutting them off, because if they're not adding to your life and disrespecting you, then you don't need people like that in your life. If it's a family member, then this is really difficult because I've been in situations, for example, with my dad and it will be difficult to set boundaries because he might not necessarily understand or he might be defensive and be like well I'm only saying this because of this and when people are defensive and don't respect your boundaries that is really difficult especially when they're a family member I would say the best thing to do is if you feel safe enough to try when they are not in that heated moment like in the heat of the moment when you are say having an argument or a heated discussion that's not the best place to be like trying to reinforce your boundaries or explain your boundaries or explain that they've crossed them you need to maybe take 10 maybe come back to it the next day and be like can I have an open conversation with you about this this really hurt me because of this and or even just set a boundary that you don't talk about that topic so then that thing doesn't come up obviously it's not a long-term solution but it means that 
you're more likely to feel calm because you know that that topic isn't going to come up and hopefully like you'll be able to move out but that's what I would say it's a lot more difficult and entangled if it is family members and you are dependent on said family member but if you can do that and try and then set things where you just don't talk about things because you know it's going to snowball into something else then I would say that's the best thing to do to keep you feeling safe and regulated so here's another great question is how do I do things for myself in brackets not just doing it to make people think I'm good slash cool now this I've been there this completely screams people pleaser and I've literally explained you should know this throughout this episode that this was me it's so hard to find out what you actually enjoy if you're constantly molding yourself to other people so what I would say is you've just got to try lots of different things out maybe try out some new sports go to a new club for example like going to a running club was really great for me it meant that I met loads of people who think like-minded and I knew that I really enjoyed it because I feel like only you deep down will know you'll know when you're doing something to look good slash cool and then maybe when you realize that you are doing that maybe have a list of things I'm such an advocate for journaling but maybe have a list of things in your journal things that I've done that I've realized that I'm doing for external validation and then you can write them down and then slowly you'll build up this list of stuff that if someone asks you to do this then you're like I don't want to do that because you know that you've already written it down it's like reaffirmed by writing it down as well it's not just that thought in your head where it's like oh well maybe I'll like it this time like no 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 you just need to and it's so hard it is so hard saying like no for the first time or setting that first boundary but once you do it it gets so much easier and easier and it again it just becomes the learned behavior that would be my advice because you will truly know when you're doing something for yourself it is really hard at first when you've been doing constantly doing things for the people but build up that list make genuine connections try and meet some new friends go to different clubs and that way you'll be able to realize what is authentic you and what isn't authentic you because if you've done something and you didn't enjoy it then that's great well obviously it's not great but you've now learned something you've learned something about yourself and you've learned what your authentic self isn't which will then bring you closer to what your authentic self is so the final question is I feel anxious over people pleasing does it feel easier actually setting boundaries and I would say yes because I used to be there like I said I would constantly flit is flit a word I'm gonna look it up it is a word and I used it in the right context so I'd flit back and forth between saying oh I'm gonna I'm gonna go then being anxious about the fact that I said yes to something that I didn't want to do it just snowball into this massive thing end up cancelling last minute having to then explain why I've cancelled so by actually setting that boundary like I said of I don't want to do this, why don't we do this? Or I'm not comfortable with you saying that about me or making comments about this. I'd really appreciate it if you did this instead. By having that there, then you don't have to talk about it again, hopefully, because they'll then respect that boundary. And it's just kind of unsaid now because you've said everything that you need to said. And it also makes it easier because I would also write them down just because again I love journaling and then you have like a record if someone then breaks that boundary you're able it's it's been set 
you know that that's something that doesn't sit right with you. If it's made you feel a certain type of way, it's probably a boundary being crossed. And then you can be like, hey, remember when I said this, I feel like you've kind of crossed that and it's really upset me. And then again, see and judge how to play the situation out from their response. Setting boundaries has just been, it feels like a weight off your shoulders because you are then actually able to live authentically as yourself and if something gets brought up or something doesn't agree with that you have a better idea of who you truly are and that way it makes it so much easier to communicate things with people because if you've already put that communication in place then they should understand that and again if they don't you can then bring that up with them but by actually setting the boundary you are protecting yourself you are respecting yourself and it then like I said allows you to make connections with people on that similar wavelength and since setting boundaries I think I've said this you end up being surrounded by the most beautiful amazing kind caring people who would not dream of crossing that boundary or if they did it would just be again like we're all human human error human mistake and they would be so apologetic so by setting those boundaries you then build that strong foundation which allows you to meet people on that similar wavelength because a lot of the time if you are a people pleaser you're going to naturally gravitate towards people who like to take advantage of someone that is a people pleaser because that's kind of the relationship dynamic and I realised when I stopped being a people pleaser, I actually ended up naturally drifting from a lot of people. And now when I look back and reflect, it's actually because they liked the fact that I was a people pleaser and I'd go along with everything. It's a continuous journey, but now I'm much more grounded and sturdy within myself. They didn't like that. They wanted me to constantly do everything that they wanted to do. They liked to take the advantage of the fact that I was a people pleaser. So now that I'm actually setting boundaries, I'm attracting friends that will set boundaries, friends that respect me, friends that I have a true meaningful connection with rather than a toxic friendship or relationship dynamic where I'm the people pleaser and the person that I'm in the friendship or relationship with is someone who likes to take advantage of that. So I feel like when you work on yourself and you're healing yourself and you're starting to set these boundaries, you will then lift yourself up to make meaningful connections with people who truly love and respect you. So I hope that answered your question. So I think that just about rounds everything up for this episode. Just before I do say goodbye, I just want to remind you that when you first start this journey, it's going to be difficult you are unlearning a lifetime of society telling you that your needs are unimportant and everything else should come first. So please be gentle with yourselves on this journey. And you're unlearning that if you are selfish, you're causing a problem. Selfish is a great thing to be, obviously within the right context. And the guilt that you will feel after setting a boundary will fade the more and more you do it it's so difficult to set that first one but once you start it's almost like a snowball I feel like I've used that analogy a lot but it'll get easier and easier and easier so if you are feeling guilty for setting a boundary 
do something to look after yourself to self-soothe and know that you have done the right thing because you are respecting yourself and allowing your authentic self to shine which is the best thing that you could possibly do so before i go i'm going to leave you on our lovely affirmation slash mantra and that is i will not change myself to avoid others negative opinions of me i am good enough as my authentic self i'll just repeat that again i will not change myself to avoid others negative opinions of me i'm good enough as my authentic self and hearing that is so soothing because after almost a lifetime of constantly trying to fulfill other people's needs and change myself to mold myself to these people who were quite frankly didn't respect my needs it's so nice to hear that it's so soothing because you don't need to change yourself for anyone you are good enough as your authentic self so i hope you really loved this episode i hope you found my advice slash journey with stopping being a people pleaser and starting setting boundaries really helpful and I just wanted to say that the support on the podcast never goes unnoticed I'm so grateful for every single one of those listens every single one of those shares again I love seeing where you're listening to the podcast so don't forget to tag me and follow the Instagram shameless plug it is Jasmine Zofit J-A-S-M-I-N-E-Z-O-F-I-T I hope that you're starting to join in with that now. I feel like I've made it a thing and I can't stop. But I hope you have the most gorgeous, gorgeous week. I'm sending you healing energy. I'm sending you power through this podcast to set your boundaries because you are worthy and you deserve to set boundaries. You deserve to have your needs respected. I love you all so much and I will see you next week for the rundown on a completely different topic. Bye bye.